0: Hey guys, this is Cash Cooper, uh, back again with another episode of the Shift Alt Paradigm Podcast. And uh, just in case any of you don't know why the name is what it is, um, it's like Control Alt Delete, shifting into an alternate paradigm. Just thought I'd put that out there. Not everybody gets it. But anyway, uh, today we're going to discuss the requirements for ascension. And uh, I feel like this is a pretty important topic Um, if you are trying to stay on the planet uh, or go to the new earth, then you need to know all of these things. And uh, some of these may not be actually required, but they're things that you need to be doing um, and they may be required. I don't know for sure if some of them are like official required things, but it's a list, and we're gonna go over it and it's the best one I got so far. So here we go. Um, first is you have to you have to have fifty one percent of your karma balanced. Um, that means that you're not creating new karma, and you are you have worked off at least fifty one percent of your karma. Uh, that is required. That seems like a very specific uh, number, and I'm pretty sure it's enforced. Um, all this stuff's universal law, usually, and just it isn't some person or entity up there checking it off. It's just a system that uh, if you if you have it, you have it. If you don't, you don't. Um, and then you need to be uh, you have need to have chosen a path. Um, the third dimension, the dimension of polarity, uh, dark and light, if you will, good and bad, is a simulation slash uh, you know, hologram slash school slash game that we incarnate into as younger souls, sometimes, uh, and older souls, to learn the value of love and how to be responsible with our intentions and how to, how to have enough experience with cause and effect uh, karma In order to finally determine after multiple lifetimes that we don't want to do bad things to others because they're God and so are we, and that's just silly to do stuff, bad stuff to yourself, and then learn the value of unconditional love. That way we can graduate into the higher dimensions where we're Superman with all God's creative abilities and a a, uh, reality where things manifest instantly as you think about them. Uh, But, you know, you wouldn't want a bunch of people running around in that reality that are, you know, not good. And uh, don't understand that their magical power should only be used to help people. So, that's, I think, I think that's kind of the purpose of this school. Um, it's also just to have fun and enjoy ourselves and have experiences. And uh, some of us come as, as experienced souls to teach the other ones. And so, there's, the, there's that purpose too. But, um, anyways, so the, the, the purpose of this reality, this, this simulation, this school, um, is to make a choice. It is so you can experience the dark, experience the light, um, you know, have, have lots of experiences of both. Dive as deep as you want into either, and finally decide which side you're going to weigh in on. Which side are you going to support? Um, the dark side or the light side? And what's really cool about God and our reality and us is that there is a dark side that you can follow for that experience. Um, I'm not saying it's good to be dark I'm just saying it's cool and it's obviously, well I guess it's not obvious to some people, but the dark is absolutely required uh, to define the light the light would not be magnificent or the light without the dark to contrast it so like we have to be uh, uber grateful for the dark side uh, as much so as we are grateful for the light side because we, we only think it's that light because there's something to compare it to So in a polarity reality, uh, there has to be relativity, has to exist, yin and yang. Um, So the dark side, uh, if you choose to back the dark side in this polarity of uh, cause and effect and good and bad, dark and light, then you need to be 95% service to self in order to ascend. And yes, you can ascend on the dark path. Uh, It only goes to the sixth dimension Uh, After that, it's only light, so, uh, you know, you'd have to to switch, basically, in the sixth dimension. You have to jump sides, um, because the dark doesn't go all the way back to God. Um, It it is a... Relativity is needed for the lower dimensions, but when you evolve far enough, it is no longer needed for you to understand the magnificence of the light. You you can remember it. Um, So, the relativity isn't needed after the sixth dimension. Um, So... uh, it, and then, when you choose the dark path, what service to self means um, is it means that you use basically all your efforts to empower yourself, magically uh, to control others, dominate others. Um, that it is just full blown the opposite of service to others and the light side. This would entail you joining the Illuminati and entering into their hierarchical structure of domination and control and competing, you know, to make it to the top. And using all of the uh, you know, the Draco's gifts of mind control and techniques and black magic and everything to make yourself super uh, wizard warlock powerful. And uh, that, that can go on past the fifth dimension. Um, there are some very powerful dark entities in the fifth dimen- dimension. Uh, so that's a path. But if you ask me, 95% service to self sounds like a high number to get done um, to ascend. Uh, whereas... Contrarily, the, on the light side, if you choose to put back the light side, then you have to be 51% service to others. Now, that's, that's a doable number. Um, that 51%, I mean, that's, that's not near 95%, so that sounds doable. Um, and so, if you choose the light path, that is, that is the requirement for ascension, is that you be more than half service to others. Um, instead of serving yourself, you spend half your time, you know, doing things for other people and you know people get kind of confused like you know having a job you know working a register or something people think that's not service to others it is Uh, any job you have is going to be service to others um it's not you know the the ideal you know moral you know let's save the world type of service to others but it's still service to others um so i'm sure it counts um but for those of us that don't have a full-time 9-to-5 job, then you need to spend a good portion of your day doing something that is a project that is to help something other than yourself. Um, so those are, the, those are the two choices to be made in the third dimension, polarity-reality. Uh, and so that's one thing you have to do here. This is called the dimension of choice because that's what you're here for is to pick. Experience both and then pick. All right, number three. Um, You have to have balanced your masculine and feminine energies. Your divine feminine and divine masculine energies need to be integrated and balanced. And you need to be uh, exuding and displaying an equal part of both. Because, you know, our true self uh, is genderless. Uh, Gender is something for lower dimensional reproduction. Um, And it is not, it doesn't denote our true self uh, which is sexless um, sex is a choice basically up there um, so it's it's a, it's a balance you need to get back to your normal which is balanced that's required um, next you have to have activated and anchor, anchored your higher chakras your ascension chakra um, all the new ones that you need to ascend, do a planetary ascension um, so your soul can move into your body and um, and that's done just through meditation and contact with your higher self or soul and just intending that they descend and anchor. Um, there's lots of guided meditations on how to do this. Just Google it. Um, and then once once those are activated and anchored in place, um, that's then that one's checked off. Um, then you have to balance your chakras as well. Um, for someone that's never meditated before or just got into spirituality, um, balancing your chakras it should be one of the first things you do. Opening and activating them as well. Um, so, like opening your heart, for instance, which is another requirement. Um, you focus on each chakra to activate them. You just meditate and focus on them. Send them love. Um, there's lots and lots of techniques. Again, just Google it. Um, I'm not going to go over all of them here. But, uh, so, yeah. Activate uh... anchor your higher chakras balance and begin crystallizing your lower chakras uh... the crystallizing what i'm talking about is our dna is going from carbon to crystal and this is scientifically proven we are turning into crystalline beings and once your chakras uh... start becoming coherent and start uh... you know working together and they ramp up to full speed and start spinning fast they crystallize into one big chakra for ascension and that's 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 where you're where you'll end up um with the chakras um let's see next one you you have to have and i don't know that this one's specifically required but like you you need to be doing it in order to ascend um you need to to intend that you will always operate in your highest good that's what jesus says to do in the bible he said judge for yourselves what is right and if you're honest with yourself in every situation we all know right from wrong but if you're truly honest, then you'll have hundreds of thousands of commandments, not ten. Um, come on, there's a lot more. Uh, and that, that is a great way to live your life. Jesus made it real simple. I, those are That's a quote out of the Bible. Judge for yourself what is right. Um, and so operating always operating in your highest good if you make that affirmation i am always operating in my highest good that means every single situation every single experience you always choose the god choice and i think we all know what that is it's usually pretty obvious doesn't mean it's easy but we all know what the right choice is but that is another one so okay and then you need to also set your intent to only be loving this one should be done as many times a day as you can think about it um, seriously, anytime you think about it, just say, I set my intent only to be loving. And if you keep saying it and keep doing it, it will start to click and become your def- MO, default MO. Um, and it's really important. Um, only being loving uh, keeps you out of creating karma. And karma is not something you can be creating while trying to ascend. That's not a good equation for success. Uh, so, okay, next. Uh, you need to have forgiven everybody in your life for anything that they have done to you, um, like wholeheartedly. Not just say it. You need to meditate it. and Let that. Let there's there's an emotion associated with every every chord, every trauma, everything and resentment that you have. Those emotions are buried, and so when you meditate, they'll come up for clearing, and then you have to experience them one more time and feel them, and then say goodbye to them and release them and it'll happen automatically kind of and uh so they all need to be released and they all need to be forgiven and acknowledged and brought to the surface and and released with love and everything um it's even better if you can find gratitude for all of those things which like i've been real good at doing um at the end of this i will give you a method for transmuting them into gratitude uh, or in another episode one of the two um So, yes, forgive everyone. Um, Any cords, if you know what a cord is, you have these energetic cords that whenever someone affects you emotionally in a powerful way, uh, you have a cord that it's a a legitimate uh, wormhole that is attached to them from that point on that your light is now being siphoned off into that person um, at a constant rate. And that is a wormhole for light to travel to uh, because you're losing light because of your emotional... Uh, you know, like despair over whatever they did to you. You know, there is energy being lost because of the emotion you can't get rid of and that trauma or whatever it is. Um, so all those cords have to be cut, and that happens partially through the forgiveness. So we cut all cords, we cut all ties, um, we, we reclaim all our lost light, okay? So all that light that they've taken, that we've allowed them to, to have from us for, for, you know, having that resentment... And all of that, you have to reclaim all of that lost light. And I've heard that it's not the simplest process, but it can be. But you need to ask your higher self for assistance. You can also ask the creator for assistance. Um, you can ask ascended masters for assistance to help you hunt down all your lost light. Um, you can also send medicine, messages in meditation to whoever has it, whoever you think you have cords with, and request that your light be released. And their higher self and soul will do that their their person their waking person won't know about it probably but their higher self and soul will release it to you Uh, and vice versa if you know that other people have cords in you and issues with you then you might send those energies back to those people Um, so that's a good that's a process for kind of cutting the cords this is what um, you know people over in uh, uh, Tibet like you know they go sit in a cave for a long time like what they're doing in there is they're cutting cords that is the main process for ascension in Tibet. Um, uh, that, that's, they sit in there and they, they just... Any, any, any negative thought that comes into their mind, they dismiss it. And they replace it with a loving thought about whoever. And until there are no more negative thoughts. And then they know all cords are cut. Um, so it's, it's a big deal in like other parts of the world. That's, that's the, the, some of the foundations for their religion is just cord cutting. Not uh, not just, but it's it's really important. So keep an eye on that one. Um, okay, you need to have almost completed your light body. Um, I think it's like eighty-seven percent or eighty-nine percent um, before you can go through your first initiation or, or for planetary ascension. Um, um, don't quote me on these numbers, but when your light body gets to a point of a, like in the eighties, high eighties percentage then you can start the ascension process. Your initiations can begin. Your soul can then move into your body. Um, you can be you can start embodying your soul, which is which. What is what ascension means. Um, and then there's a planetary ascension, which is your soul moving into your body. Then there's a cosmic ascension, which is, I believe is your monad moving into your body, your oversoul, and your alignment with the galactic central sun and its geometries. Um, and they're different things. Um, they don't happen both at the same time or automatic, although they probably could, but you need to work on them separately. Um, one after the other, probably, even though I, I know some people are doing it both at the same time. Um, okay, so the light body completion. There's lots of tools for building your light body. You can enroll in classes in your sleep um, by asking uh, ascended masters and meditation to enroll in their light building, light quotient building classes in retreat at their retreats on the inner plane. Uh, you can call out to Metatron for a 100% light quotient increase and a light shower. You can be in uh, ascension seats. There's a list of them around the planet which are uh, seats that, that pump light into your body, your light body, and you can simultaneously have your soul be there while you're in your body doing other tasks as long as you can hold your mind on it but if you're in meditation, it's just really easy just to intend it, intend that you're at one of the ascension seats. Um, I'm not going to go over them here, uh, but if you just look, just Google it, you'll find it. There's a great book called the Encyclopedia of uh, the Ascension Encyclopedia, I believe, and uh, it has a lot of information in it. But those like the one I use is uh, in Table Mountain, Wyoming. It's called the Atomic Accelerator. There's one on Ashtar Ship. Um, there's one underground in Africa. Oh, in a spaceship that's buried, um, there's one in, uh, um, in California, and, uh, well, at the, at the Stargate, in the mountains there, uh, <clears throat> what's that mountain range called, anyways, there's lots of them, there's, like, I think, like, 11, and, like, only a couple of them are not appropriate for people that are new to it to use, um, like, there's one in Sirius, at the higher learning colleges in Sirius, there's one, um, uh, there's just a lot of them. I, I don't remember them all, but ascension seats are cool. You can just uh, you can be taking a walk and just imagine that you're in the ascension seat while you're walking, and the lights being pumped into your body. Sometimes you can feel it. Sometimes you can't. Um, that's another way to build your light body. Um, but there's lots more ways. Um, I'll, I'll make a whole episode on the, these ascension tools for you guys um, to go into more detail because I didn't. I don't have them in front of me right now. I apologize. Uh, Okay, now we're going to discuss number 10, which is reclaiming... Oh, we got that one, reclaiming all your lost light. Um, Okay, you need to have made contact with your soul or higher self. Um, That is a big deal. If you have not meditated and contacted your soul or higher self, um, then it is unlikely that you'll ascend. Um, To contact your higher self, Maureen St. Germain says you need to... Um, ask your higher self. Say, "I'm going to do a, si- a forty-five day, ex- you know, exercise with uh, with you, higher self. Please send me a signal for what the w- for what the answer yes means, and then send me a signal for what no means." And each higher self has a different way of, of of like letting you know yes or no. They might tickle your ear or put the taste of pennies in your mouth. And like once you learn what those signals are, then you need to do a bunch of un- unimportant questions for like a month and a half. unimportant questions not important ones and then just say higher self should i wear this shirt today and just see what the answer is and write it down um and and after 45 days you'll know for sure that you're in contact with your higher self and what the signals are and that you can rely on the answers um because you you won't see discrepancies or you might and then you'll know you need to work on it a little more who knows but um that is a way to to get develop a real good connection with your higher self, and eventually, that your higher self will start talking to you. Um, but it requires that you ask; you have to begin the communication. They're not going to communicate with you first. Um, also, and on the same note, you have to activate your merkaba. Your merkaba is your personal spaceship. It is it's a star tetrahedron. Uh, energy field around your body that is dormant at the time and there is a process by which you do a 17 breath um, act you know uh, activity to to turn it on and then make it start spinning and it the, the two the two pyramids spin they counter rotate at nine-tenths the speed of light and this merkaba is intelligent um, i believe it's conscious you can program it to do all kinds of different things for you Uh, You can program it to make sure that none of the negative negative energies hitting the earth come anywhere near you. You can program it to um, remind you of things. You can program it to to do all sorts of things. Um, So to activate it is probably one of the most important things because you will not be able to survive a pole shift, maybe the event, anything that's going to happen here that's going to involve earth changes, um, the way that people survived it back when, when we had the fall of consciousness, only the people that survived that pole shift was uh, the people who had their merkabas activated. Um, so that is your protection from catastrophes that might happen. Um, so it's it's not that difficult. It takes a, it takes a, a several days or weeks uh, for most people of doing this meditation like once a day before they get good enough at it and it finally activates my opinion that you need to have purified yourself and be kind of sober, and um, just, uh, yeah, it's not that difficult. I mean, it sounds 17 breaths, you know, sounds like a lot, but it's not that difficult. Um, And let's see. Oh, and like, okay, to go hand in hand with that, your Merkaba will open your heart. If you manage to successfully activate your Merkaba, then you will also have activated your heart, and your heart is a requirement for ascension. So, if you activate your heart, it does not activate your Merkaba, though. So uh, my my say is if you haven't already activated your heart, just go work on your Merkaba and you'll, you'll knock both out. And um, uh, you'll need to talk with your higher self before you program your Merkaba. It is considered black magic to program your Merkaba without your higher self's approval or permission. Um, so don't do that. Did you know, on a funny note, that when you open your Merkaba or activate your Merkaba, that black helicopters will start flying, uh, following you around for a day or two? Because you're showing up on their, their high, uh, high-tech high UFO radar as a UFO. And they can't tell the difference because it's a spaceship that you can travel to other star systems in. Isn't that amazing that we have one already parked in our back pocket and didn't know it? And that's so epic just best-case scenario and it doesn't need gas and doesn't need parking garage or anything so cool uh, but anyway um, let's see you need to have uh, intentionally begun the process of building your anti corona which is uh, the connection from your central channel which is the energy t- t- tube that goes down your spine well, this is a thing that branches off of that and connects to your soul and then your monad and then to the Creator. And uh your your soul and monad will finish most of that work for you, but it requires that you have the intent to begin building it. And all you gotta, gotta do is meditate and just envision building it in this, this tunnel full of like it's all fibrous and, you know, woven and it, it's just building back towards your soul and your higher self and and everything, um, and just intend that you want more connection to the divine, and to you know your your higher uh, aspects, and then ask your soul to widen your center, central channel as well. That's that's a good exercise uh, with the soul star, which is a tool that the soul has to to do stuff to you. Um, let's see. Yeah, once they see that your your intent is is good and you, you you really will finish building it, then they'll take over and just finish it for you. So just just work on it hard for a couple of days, and then it should be automatic. Um, let's see. You need to have integrated your shadow. Um, a lot of us um, with the light worker package think that we have to always be good and just let just light 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 light. Well, that's not true. Um, If you haven't accepted the fact that you have a dark side and that those impulses and those instincts are there under the surface, uh, you can't bury them and deny them. You can't just not look at that part of yourself because that is a valid half of yourself. That is there for you to experience, not bury, not shy away from. It's for you to experience some of so you can make the choice of darker light. It is intended to be there. There's nothing wrong with it. It's necessary for the light to exist. The dark defines the light. It's, you need to be just as grateful for that stuff as you are the light. Um, until you're way all past the sixth dimension. And then you might can remember how good the light is without the, the contrast. But it's all necessary. It's, it's important parts of yourself. You need to acknowledge it. You need to explore it. You need to shine some light on it. And see what it is. And accept it as part of you. And integrate it into you. And not be ashamed of it. Not want to bury it. Know that it's all valid, and that you're whole and complete, and you do have some dark aspects, and it was intended for you to have them, but you're choosing not to act on them at this point. Uh, but if you've never acted on any of them, like it might behoove you to go do something, do do some dark, darkish things, you know, just go have a little fun or whatever, uh, just so you can check the box and say, you know, you can you made the choice legitimately, having tried both a little bit of it anyway. I'm not sure that's important, but it seems like you know the right way to do things. Um, let's see, you need to have taken control of and responsibly manage your energy field. Um, you need to be doing a clearing daily or anytime you get upset to keep entity attachments off of you, to clear you of uh, energetic implants, um, built up emotions, things that can affect other people negatively. Um, We don't want to hurt other people by our irresponsibility in not clearing our field every day of dangerous things like energy vampires. So, I I already put up an episode on how to do that. So, go check that out. It's called Clearing Your Auric Field. And um, I think that's one of the most important things. I mean, you're not even living your, your authentic life unless you've cleared that day because uh they you can't control your vibration in your sleep and if they get on you they they filter your perceptions and make you see things through a negative light so they can create louche and keep your emotions tilted toward the negative and it's real subtle but like that's not the real reality you're not living your your authentic life unless you get them off of you sometimes that perception filter is just straight up lies and they then they take memories from you so you don't remember things uh, if, if it will make you mad, because that's their purpose, is to create Um but really important. Um, let's see, you need to have accepted, and know, not believe, or think. You need to know that you're God, and you're divine, and that, uh, let's see here, you need to know yourself. It says On every mystery school, it says, know thyself above the door, most of them. And what that means is, <laughs> know who you are. You are God. Uh, there, is a, there is a term for the people that become gurus and ascend on this planet, and it's called God-realized. Now, why would we call it God-realized uh, for someone who's become immortal and who, for someone who has reached the pinnacle of evolution? Well, just like it sounds, they realize they're God. <laughs> And they have been given all of God's creative powers. And they can de- you dematerialize, teleport, bilocate, uh, anything they want to do. The whole reality is there is not limits on anything that you do. You set your limits with your beliefs and your programming. Uh, your limitations are defined by you and you alone. If you can believe that you have none, you won't have any. You can fly if you can make yourself believe you can. Um, But so know thyself, know that you're God, like it's not wrong to say I am God. It just feels really weird for most people uh, because of our programming, because we were lied to, uh, you know, by the dogmatic religions that are put out to fear God. And most of us don't want to say that we're God. That sounds like heresy, you know, or blasphemy. It's not. Every day I affirm that I am God. I am the creator of all things. I am zero point. I am the enigma. I am the self-evident, self-proving, impossible reality. I am everything in the universe and nothing all at the same time. I am the soul. I am the monad. I am Cash Cooper. You know, I am the creator. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. And that is a true statement. We are all one. The law of one is what all higher dimensional... Laws and religions are the law of one, and if you don't know about that, you need to Google it. It is a body of channeling uh, that there was it was done a couple decades ago, and uh, by some people, and they channeled Ra, which is a group. In higher dimensions, you're not individuals; you you start unifying. So, like, you'd be a group of people as an individual, not one person. So, it's a group called Ra. And they claim to have built the pyramids. They went over the whole process of how they did it. Um, and they're the guardians of this planet. Well, they were until just recently. Now it's the Zulu, I think, or someone else. I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, so they they channeled about 150 different sessions um, of, of a body of information that that goes over every single thing. That they need to go over to explain your reality to you, and that we're we are all one, and like that is what the rest of the universe goes by, for sure. Um, you know, you, you, would you would you hurt yourself on purpose? Uh, no, you wouldn't. So when you're doing something bad to someone else, even calling them names, even wishing them ill will, you're you're wishing ill will on yourself. It just doesn't make sense. It's really silly. Um, so don't do bad things to others it's just doing bad things to you on the contrary since universal law is whatever you put out comes back times three if you spend your entire day trying to use thoughts and things to benefit others not only are you benefiting yourself by benefiting others but it comes back to you threefold so that's that's what ascended masters do all day long. That is, they maximize their time to do as much p- uh, positive thinking and man- manifesting f- in service to others as they can. And uh, you know, a co- collateral bonus to that is that they get three times back. You know, positive you know rewards of it. Uh, so that is the law of one. It's not a complicated law. It's just <laughs> we're all one thing. And there's no distance. They've already proven with tons of experiments that there's not a distance between any of us. You can can communicate with the Pleiadian star system with consciousness in an instant. It doesn't take time to travel there. Uh, There's just zero distance because we're not separated. It's just one thing. Um, Like right now, there's a camera in Russia that can see... Uh, your chakras and your energy field and everything. And when, when you send a loving feeling to someone on the other side of the planet, they, it shows an orb leaving your chest. And at the same moment, not a second later or 10 seconds later to travel 20,000 miles or whatever it is, the same exact moment, it shows one entering the chest of the other person. So distance does not exist. Um, we truly are one thing. You can affect anything in the universe with your thoughts from here. Don't kid yourself, you can't. And besides that, I mean, scientifically speaking, at the Big Bang, you know, we were probably all entangled at the Big Bang. So everything in the universe was entangled at one time. And I don't know if you know anything about entanglement, but, you know, when you split electrons and whatnot, or, or they one knows what the other one is doing, no matter how far you separate them. Uh, what you do to one electron, the other one knows before you do it. Like, it does, they don't communicate and tell each other. Like, it just, you're doing it to both of them no matter how far away they are. So, you know, we're entangled with the rest of creation, and you can affect anything, anywhere, with your thoughts and feelings and imagination. So, on to the next. Know your, know thyself, know your God. Um, affirm it. Affirm that you have no limitations. You're limitless. Uh, that you are empowered by everything, because you created everything. Um, and it's all for your learning. If you're in this, you know, hologram, like... Uh, start to start to realize that there's not one damn thing that's ever going to happen to you that's negative anything that's happening to you right now it's not you're not you're not being it's not happening to you it's happening for you and by you you planned it um it's exactly where your soul wants you to be learning the lesson it wants you to learn at the time they want you to learn it um there's just not ever going to be an experience that isn't best case scenario to the tit's power. Uh, re- realize it. Look for what to learn in every situation, and move through it with, with you know with gratitude because you're you're learning. That's why you're here is to grow spiritually. Nothing else. So like recognize it as the purpose why you came here, and and, and learn as much as you can from that situation, and move on. Pass your tests, and know the whole time that I mean it, you created it all. Anyways, it's all for you it was all by you and you know your soul is here contracted to hurt you and do traumas to you so you will learn and make sure that you grow um that I mean, it's just so healing to realize that your our biggest traumas are contracted by our soul family to do to us i mean and we decided it beforehand um they don't want to you know if it's bad stuff but we beg them and they know that they have to because we need those experiences to grow and they will and they do and then in this lifetime we think they're our enemies and we hate them and resent them. But the truth is that's your family and you begged them to do it. Um uh, so healing to know that. And like if you don't believe that, go read the book. Um let's see. Is it called The Path of the Soul? What's this called? Anyways, it's a book about the afterlife process. Um I'll try to put it in the notes if I remember. Um Journey is the Soul's Journey or something like that. The soul's journey, yeah. It's about the entire afterlife process, and this guy was great. I admire him. He had no spiritual background or bias, and he did an experiment over the course of his entire life with all people he was doing hypnotic regressions on. And uh, So he was not interested. He didn't know anything about spirituality. He didn't know anything about anything, and chose not to learn anything about anything to keep his data empirical and pure, and uh And the findings are staggeringly obvious what's true, and uh, the process of what happens when you die is in detail described by every single soul he spoke spoke to, regardless of their religious affiliation so no matter whether you're Hindu, Catholic, agnostic, Christian, anything uh, Buddhist, they all said the same exact thing. For what happens when you die and what they they went through last time they died. The process is identical for all of us. And with 5,000 people saying the same thing, we know it's true. So go read that book or listen to it and then you'll know uh, what I'm saying is true. um, That it's all for you and by you and you'll know the whole process. It's amazing. Um, Let's see. You need to have, number 16, you need to have renounced the physical reality and know that you're whole and complete and that you do not need anything you do not desire anything in this 3d physical uh you know outward manifestation uh so it's it's basically getting control of your desire body um there's initiations that you go through on your ascension and you know a couple a few of them represent getting control over your body matrix Your physical body, your emotional body, your spiritual body, um, all of these. So, uh, taming your desires, renouncing them, saying, I don't need anything from the outside because I have everything that I need on the inside because I'm one with all those things on the outside. So, I already have them um, and I created them because I'm God and we're going to go ahead and renounce them because you're not giving them away it's just a checkbox you have to do to go to the fifth dimension and then in the fifth dimension you can create them out of thin air with with your intentions and thoughts and feelings uh, and you have it all back uh, but in order to get there you're going to have to go through the motions and demonstrate that you understand that there is nothing on the outside everything is already Within you, uh, you know, like Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is already inside of you. It is the entire creation is on the inside, and in every tiny photon of light is all the information to recreate the entire universe. Um, so like, you 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 don't need anything from the outside. And then when you get to the fifth dimension, because you graduated, because you re- renounced the physical and proved that you understand, then you can just manifest anything you want right back you know into your possession but it'd be cool not to have to store things just send it back into a poof when you're done with it and then poof it back into out of a little cloud when you need it like that would be so much more convenient um and that's kind of what it's like i think um so you need to have renounced the physical and you know gotten command of your desire body um and can control it i struggle with that one i'll be honest that is a tough one for me um Let's see. You also need to have tamed your ego and put it in the back backseat. Um, that requires a, a pretty diligent process of um, when, it, when it tries to protect you and tries to make you do egoic things, you need to make the other choice, and it's difficult. And you need to make the other choice for a few weeks, and uh, then it will start getting the point. And, like, you know, you say to your ego, ego, hey... I know you're just trying to protect me. I want to compliment you. You've done a great job so far, but I'm now in contact with my higher self, and we are going to take over, and we are going to do a great job too of protecting us. And it's not that you didn't do a good job. It's just that we're going somewhere new, and we're, we're more suited to protect us in this new place we're going. So we want you to come. We're inviting you. We just need you to let us have control, and we still need your help just we want to make the final to say so on everything and like i think that's a great way to approach it um other people say you know have an ego death and all of that i don't think that's appropriate i think your ego has served you well and like you don't need to do anything but thank it and just put it in the back seat you know it's just not driving you anymore um and so that's required um let's see you need to have Gotten coherent with your heart and your mind. And I don't know that this one's required. This may happen at the moment you ascend, but I believe it's possible before. I don't. I'm not an authority on the subject, but coherence is when your heart and your mind are operating on the same wavelength. The graph is um, on the same exact wavelength, so they've matched up. And when you match things like that with frequency, it like exponentially makes that makes it more powerful. So, and that's also how. E.T. races can tell if they can land on a planet or not, and whether the people will either shoot at them or welcome them with open arms. They point a little scanner at the planet to see if it's coherent, and if the planet's coherent, they know they can land. They know that the people there are are operating in their highest good and realize that anyone that landed would also be part of them, part of God, and uh, they can land, so they they're scanning us all the time. And when we finally enough of us are coherent, and that thing reads out that we're passable, coherent, then then they're gonna land. But until then, we probably shoot at them. Um, so, and that's about that's done by just doing all these other processes. Um, um, you know, once you open your heart and activate your merkaba, and you know, purify yourself. Uh, when I say purify yourself, I don't really mean like toxins in your body i mean like emotions uh, toxic emotions built up in your body and stuff like that um, but it is also chemical toxins can be a problem um but i think that the, the coherence will happen kind of automatically as you do all these things and like you know balance your chakras and speed them up crystallize them but i always do affirmations that i am coherent uh, just to be safe Um, If you're going to do affirmations, definitely listen to a pure theta tone, a binaural theta tone uh, for a while beforehand. It opens a portal to your subconscious, and anything that you affirm writes directly to it. That's also how you can shift into a new reality, a new desired reality. If you script out and and describe the the new reality that you want, then you can listen to theta for a few minutes, open the portal, and then... um, Describe. Go through your, your your script of what describing your new reality, and then you'll start hearing it and sensing it and like smelling it and uh, hearing people from it, and then you wait like you count to like a hundred after that happens, and then you open your eyes or you script in that your eyes will open automatically at the right time, and then you'll be there. Uh, we live in a matrix that is so amazing, God's reality, our reality, every single version of you with every single choice you could have ever made both choices exist it's simultaneously all right here um every single possible version of you based on all the choices you've made exists you can jump timelines and go into one of those other si- like sister realities parallel realities anytime you want once you learn how um, you can jump back and t- change something in your past to, to affect the present Um, And you don't go back in time. All you do is jump onto that version of you that is always there. It's always alive. It always exists and can be communicated with. And it'll heal that reality too if if you do things here or go back and heal that one, which heals you here, which then heals it. It fixes problems for that version of you too. And remembrance of those times, those past experiences, is not... Of remembering, it is a communication with that version of you, and being that you're talking to a different version of you, not remembering something means you can jump to that version of you and do change something, or just live in that different reality. You can even switch bodies with these other realities. If you mess this body up, you can exchange it for one of the ones in one of your parallel realities. Um, these things require some learning on how to do, but. Uh, a book called uh, the Divi- or let's see the reality revolution is a great book i have, i re- listened to that one and it goes into detail about all this um but there's a there's a youtube channel that you guys got to find it's 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 all for frequency tones and it's the only one i've ever found that is all just done correctly and there's not a bunch of music to to muck it up and uh i will put it in the in the comments and the notes And uh, listen to the one that has a million views and is a pure theta tone and read the comments. The comments all are about people using it to shift realities, and it's really interesting. Um, Really interesting. Uh, So I I hope I remember to get that in there, but I will. Okay. So coherence. Okay, your inner child um, needs attention. You have an inner child that is like located um, in you know your pelvic area at the base of your spine where your kundalini is coiled up and ready to ascend and where your sexual energy comes from and that is the little piece of god the little spark of god that is you um, that's where it resides and it is always childlike and it is an aspect of you that is always playful and happy and joyful because in its reality where it comes from it, there's always an obvious connection to god it's obvious we're connected to the creator and so there's never any moments where we're, we're questioning whether or not we are fully enveloped in god's love and part of him um, so that part of you is carefree it's playful it's joyful it doesn't like to be serious and you need to give that part of you an outlet you need to lighten up you need to realize that this is a game it's a school that you have millions of lifetimes you're never going to die you can actually become immortal right now in this body uh, and become an ascended master and keep this body for eternity if you want um that's possible but your soul's going to live on forever so there's nothing to worry about um there's just no reason for seriousness and unhappiness um, we're living in the biggest gift of a reality I could ever imagine. I feel, I feel like I've done something wrong by having got it for free. Like, I feel like there's going to be some practical joke or something soon because it's just too big of a gift, uh, such an amazing epic reality. It's best-case scenario to the tit's power. It is the pinnacle of perfection, perfection of all of our God's manifest, manifested creation for all of time. You're living in what it's amounted to so far, which is something pretty amazing. Um, So be happy. Let your inner child play. Be playful. Be joyful. There's nothing serious um, because it is a game. I guarantee you it's a game. Um, It's not some serious reality where all these atrocities are occurring and, like, they're gonna result in some huge permanent damage it's a hologram it's a game it's a video game your body's your avatar uh and but it's still serious because everybody here thinks it's real um and it's how you graduate to get all your magical powers back and live in the true reality the true reality is amazing i mean what you think think of manifests and the way you feel is epic all the time you can manifest any kind of feeling you want to you don't need to you know do drugs or any of that stuff Um, You wouldn't want to. It's just always an amazing feeling knowing that you're God and you're connected to everybody and you can call anyone in the universe just by thinking about them and communicate like that. It's so cool. Um, But, anyways, on to the next. Um, The inner child thing, I don't... you know, I didn't go into it too much, but that's really all I know to say on it. I know there's probably some exercises and meditations that you need to learn to really and truly address that issue appropriately. Um, but like I haven't really got into that so much because I'm already just super playful and I don't uh, I act like I'm about 18 and, uh, I don't think it's a huge need for me to, to dive into that real deep. But if you're a serious person, you might need to want to Google it and learn from somebody else. Just giving you that disclaimer. Um, Let's see... Opening your heart... Uh, we went over that... It is required... Um, and if you activate your Merkaba... You will have opened your heart... So I, I suggest doing it in that order... To In order to, to activate your Merkaba... I, could, I would give you the process right here... But I'm not going to... Because um, from what I understand... Uh, you know... Maureen Saint-Germain is one of the only people... That are authorized to teach the Merkaba... On the planet... Um, and... Uh, she is a f- like kind of considered the mo- highest evolved uh, human on the planet. And I think it's appropriate for something of that importance that you invest the money um, in yourself just as a gesture just to, because you value that, not because it's important to pay money, even though it is important to pay her for her services. Um, it's, just, it's a good thing to invest in your evolution. And, you know, that's one of the things that I've had to pay for. And I even told my daughter to go pay for it herself. I think that part's important for important things like this. Um, it's not expensive. Uh, you can buy it on her website. Uh, I believe it's com or something. Um, just Google it. You'll find it. It's called the 17 Breath Merkaba, the classic Merkaba meditation. Um, and that covers that. Um, let's see. You need to have cleared your ancestral karma. This is not the same really as the fifty one percent of karma balanced, but you have ancestral karma, I believe that that the Gaia needs to get rid of. She's shedding all this n- negative baggage and like all these things. when you meditate you'll you'll notice you'll see little situations playing out that you may not recognize you'll feel an emotion from the person that's having the negative you know uh, version of the conversation and if you don't recognize it it's it's one of your ancestors which is probably you too um you know you know we're like every fourth or fifth uh, you know aunt, like your great 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 grandfather was probably you um and and on down the line like there's probably three or four of you that account for your entire bloodline <laughs> um it's kind of interesting um, so you need to have cleared all of that karma for Gaia Just you just need to meditate and have the intent to clear your ancestral karma and you'll notice feelings coming up, you'll experience them and just let them go and they'll just move on out um, and there's people that clear that for other people because it has to get cleared for Gaia to finish ascending and a lot of people aren't doing it so there are people on the planet that do it all day long for the rest of us that aren't getting it done and uh, that's really cool that they're doing that. Um, that's, that's okay. Wait, there's a couple more. Um, oh yeah. Um, I don't think I was told, and I don't, and I agree that like your kundalini, you don't need to find active like processes to do intentionally to affect the raising of your kundalini. Um, that is something that happens naturally, based on your progress with all the other things. Um, it can be dangerous to like to manually forcefully activate your kundalini you can go into a psychosis it can really wreck your ascension plans um so it, while it's a it, it is ascension when your kundalini finally raises to your third eye and connects like your inner child down there with your small aspect of god with with the rest of god uh out through your crown chakra that is ascension, and uh, that will happen. It's a requirement, but it's like one of the last things. So, you know, don't do anything active, but just have it in your intention for your kundalini to raise at the soonest, most appropriate time. Um, and have gratitude for your life and all your hurtful experiences. Your worst experiences are the most important because that's when you grew. Friction is the catalyst for all positive change, growth, adaptation, and whatnot. Uh, friction is... Meaning pain, uh, uncomfortableness, trauma. Uh, So give thanks for the worst parts of your life. Those are the important ones. Those are the ones where you made important progress on your reason for coming here. Not all the times that you were just relaxed and happy and an ecstatic, you know, unchanging part of your life. That is not why you came here. Um, While it's important to have fun and experience things the traumas and the positive spiritual growth that occurs when we overcome things, when we overcome adversity and friction, that's why we came. So give thanks for your entire life, especially those negative things. Realize their importance. Realize that there's nothing in your life that's not best case scenario, that's not right exactly what was supposed to happen, when it was supposed to happen, and be in gratitude for it. And you know, being in gratitude and compassion uh, when you start living from those two modes, uh, your body starts producing this protein called a telomere, and a telomere does an amazing thing. Uh, when your when your DNA and stuff cell divides, when you age, um, you know it, you eventually die because you, there's no more cell divisions to be had, or, or whatever. And uh, this this telomere protein, once you start living in gratitude and compassion, it caps this the cell division. When it divides, it replaces the cell that divided so you stop aging immediately and even de-age sometimes if you want to when you start living from the heart and in gratitude and compassion that's an epic Easter egg kind of reward if you ask me, incentive Um, so definitely spend a little time um, having gratitude gratitude is one of the most powerful uh, modes of being there is for every moment spent in gratitude you are compounding and exponentially multiplying the energy it doesn't just say oh one moment plus the next moment equals two time plus one is three that's not how it works every moment spent in gratitude it is exponentially compounding on itself like like through multiplication tables uh seriously um i spent probably 15 minutes in gratitude walking around on thanksgiving this year and when i got back to the house. You know, with my dog, like, I couldn't even stand up. I was, I had so much energy going through me, so much just power uh, that built up from just staying in gratitude for an extended period of time. That couldn't even. I had to sit down. It was just. It felt like more energy than my body could contain. So what what they say about it, compounding on itself and being exponential, is very true. Um, anytime you need power or you need energy or you just need to feel feel yourself. Like, just spend a half an hour and make a list of everything you're grateful for. Um, It's very powerful. Okay. Well, I know there's some things I probably left off, guys, but um, but that's this episode. Those are all the requirements for ascension. Um, Of course, you need to meditate. Meditation is required. Um, There may be a way to skirt it. Like, I'm of the opinion that doing DMT can can activate things like meditation can and re- replace meditating every day for some basic things but I don't think it works for everything. Uh, I think that meditation is going to end up having to be a required thing uh, for you to do and I uh, I've I had a hard time getting into meditation so this is why I know a lot about this. I've spent lots of time trying to figure out a way not to have to do it all the time. <laughs> but um because I've been blocked. Like, these entities that, that attack me, they, they don't let me meditate, so it's frustrating. Um, they do now. I've got them to go away, finally. But um, So, when you, if you meditate every day, is the only way that meditation starts to become powerful. If you do it once a week, once every three days, you might as well not even be doing it. Because it is exactly like working out at the gym. If you exercise your muscle once a week, you are not getting... Uh, buff, I promise, um, but if you do it every day, it's a whole different story, and that is exactly how our spiritual abilities and muscles work, too. Um, all of them work like that. So, things that you repeat daily, like, like, uh, that I'm binary sequencing, all incoming light, or I'm doing the infinity breath, well, after you do them every day for, uh, like a month or two weeks, then they become permanent and automatic, and you don't have to think about it anymore. Um, So not only does it build up the ability, it actually makes it to where you don't have to do it anymore sometimes, depending on what it is. But meditation, um, after like the third or fourth day of doing it, then you'll start to notice things happening. Then it'll start to be cool. But don't expect something, you know, dramatic and exciting to happen the first couple times because you're just turning the muscle on. You're just, like, you know, firing up the power. And you know, making it able to meditate, and then, after a few days of that, then you know you, the ability becomes powerful enough for where you can start to have experiences and you know maybe leave your body and go travel around and whatnot but um just just st- stick with it is what i 'm saying if you don't if nothing happens, just trust me if you do it every day, something will happen, um, but it may be a few days uh, and don't skip days because you don't want to start over. Uh, so anyway, they, all the Galactic Federation have said, if you meditate every day, you'll ascend. So all of these processes, uh, that sound like a lot. If you meditate every day, you don't need to worry about them, basically. <laughs> It'll all happen in meditation, if you meditate every day. And you need to meditate for uh, a minute for every year of life in your age. Uh, that's appropriate. So I'd be meditating for like 45 minutes. Uh, I, med- I, I would meditate when you wake up. I'd do a clearing when you wake up to get the entities off of you that may have gotten on you in your sleep. That way you're not hurting people, and that way you're seeing the reality for what it really is, not a negative version. I'd meditate um, so you get some cosmic energy for the day, and uh, then I would do it also before bed um, and set all your intentions and ask all the ascended masters to join their classes for light quotient building and and whatnot. Um, and definitely get sleep, guys. It's a lot of sleep's required for ascension. Like that's when we repair ourselves, and the integration of all these energies in the photon belt, and all these, you know, uh, small solar flares are hitting us, and solar storms. Like our bodies are being taxed, and it needs to sleep. And like I, I, I never want to go to sleep because I feel like I'm missing out on something. Because I love my, I love my life, but the truth is, I'm missing out on so much by not sleeping. Um, there's experiences happening in your sleep, like classes on how to dematerialize and teleport, um, that you are missing if you don't sleep much. And uh, you're missing important meetings with your soul family. You're missing uh, fun experiences in other games. uh, And you're missing stuff that you have agreed to do, uh, tasks and jobs. Like a lot of people, they practice uh, doing traffic uh, direction for all the souls that will be leaving Earth when the event happens. A lot of us uh, have taken on the responsibility of... Uh, ushering all these souls in the right direction and making sure there's not a traffic jam and getting them all to the right stations and separating sorting stations to get them to the planets they need to go to. Um, and, like, so if you didn't sleep, you'd be falling down on a, your job and you've, you've already agreed to do it. So everybody get some sleep, okay? Sleep's really important. A lot of sleep, actually. I've heard that a lot of sleep's important right now. Um, conscious breathing, just by the way, it's not an ascension requirement, but if the event happens... One of the best things you can do if you're, if you're just starting to feel overwhelmed with the energies is start to do conscious breathing that will get you through most things intend to breathe in the prana of life in the mouth out the mouth and uh you know every intention every breath intentional so and believe that you need to take that breath so you'll be alive to take the next and have st- stay in a mode of gratitude while you're doing it for the ability to have a body to sit there and breathe into um and that that helps. I've heard is one of the most important things to know for the event. Um, let's see. I would also say that a requirement for ascension is to have faced the truth about what's going on on this planet. Um, it's going to be forced on us. I know it is. They've said it is that we're all going to be forced to look at the atrocities that we that they've been doing to us, the lies, the control, the deceit uh just the whole thing and you know it it is a lot it's it's there's some disturbing ass things going on um but it would be my best advice would be to go watch it now go familiarize yourself with the body of information so you're not blindsided when the whole world is forced to, to know all at once like a brick wall Um, and hit you all at once and like there's ET races here that their job, they're here to create a bubble around each and every one of us when we are forced to see this information that we're all going to have a meltdown we're going to have a meltdown so powerful that it will affect everybody else around us and totally thwart what what they're doing and so they're here to create a bubble around us as we become aware of the truth so we can have our little f- total tantrum meltdown, and then they're going to put us all back together within the bubble so our energy doesn't, you know, radiate out and affect others in a negative way. And that's really cool that, that there's people here to, to to do that service for us. But the fact that they that they have to do that lends you a little idea about the seriousness and the gravity of that body of information. So... I would recommend watching a show called The Fall of the Cabal on BitChute. I will put it in the comments. Um, it's ten parts, so don't think it's just a few minutes. It's three hours, and it is the most evidence I've ever seen for, um, you know, the cabal, rigging all the presidencies, um, you know, these, I'm not going to name, name names, but the, the, the sacrificing and eating of children and harvesting of adrenochrome, and the proof, the documents with names on it, and like just everything, man. It's amazing how much evidence is there. Um, it's all about Q and like the you know the role that Trump is playing, and you know who who might have faked their death and might still be alive. And uh, it's just you really, are, if you care about this stuff, you need to see that show. Um, and uh, it's it's called again the Fall of the Cabal, and it's on Bitshoot and Bitshoot.com. And I will put that in the comments. Um, that's about all. I know I've kept you guys for a minute, so I'll go ahead and let you go. Um, I will make a whole other episode on Ascension Tools. This was a list of things you have to do. I'll make another one on, on all the ways to do these and shortcuts that I know of and uh, things. So that'll probably be next. And I love you guys. And if you could, if you found this valuable at all, um, I could really use some donations. Uh, I am paying rent on my studio but um, don't really have any other money to pay rent on a place. Uh, so me and my son are kicking it with a friend right now. But uh, I would love for this to actually, you know, support us. Uh, so we would very much greatly appreciate anything you can spare. Um, and uh, that is how we operate. So it would enable me to create more content. Uh, otherwise, I may have to get a job, which would suck. But uh, anyways, I love you guys. And I bless and multiply your joy times 144. And I will see you on the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye.